All right. Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. And good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Finally, Friday. It's June the 11th of 2021. Welcome to the radio program. So across Arkansas, scattered showers kind of off and on throughout the day, but we will see sunshine and high temps in the low 90s. I think if I at least see it, I'm good, you know, just for a minute. Yeah, totally get that. So me and Kai, we decided we were going to go out for a little bit of a, a drive and get some snacks and stuff like that. We got in my truck and it registered 99. Ooh. And Kai was like, Dad, it's almost 100. <laughs> but then it kind of settled down to about 90. But it felt really humid. Yeah, it was very humid. <laughs> so I went out uh, for one of my little, uh, you know, outside walk type things I do. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't breathe going around here. <laughs> yeah. So. Welcome to Almost Summer. I think the official kickoff of summer is just a little more than a week away. Yeah. So, your day good? It was. I actually kind of had a lazy day. Did you? Yeah, me and my stepdaughter kind of laid around and watched TV all day. So, it was nice. It is nice. Yeah, it doesn't happen a lot at oh, all. Of course, you're always so busy. Oh, hush. Uh, June the 11th, today on the show, we're going to speak to our new friend, Adam Hambrick. Uh, he's an Arkansas guy, mm-hmm. went to UCA and Conway, has gone on to Nashville, country music, all the different stuff he's doing. He's written number one songs for Dan and Shay, Justin Moore. He's written stuff for Maddie and Tay, Lindsay L. And he's going to be on with us around 745 this morning. This is uh, his first radio hit. This was called Rockin' All Night Long. Blood shot eyes, watch the sunrise, sleep when you die, face and laugh. It's a full heart, falling heart, singing songs to her in the dark. So Adam Hambrick this morning, he wrote this song for Dan and Shay. Hambrick, 745 this morning. Should be fun. He also wrote uh, the number one song for Justin Moore. Somebody else will find on me. Lock up and ask your name right now. Offer to buy you a drink, sit down. I want to figure out what it's like to be a songwriter in Nashville. Yeah. Because it's like, wait, you're in this in the room writing with, uh, I saw the other day, it was one of the guys from Rascal Flats, Jada Marcus. I'm like, wait, you're a dude from Arkansas who's now writing songs right. with a member of Rascal Flats. So that should be fun to talk to him this morning. Again today, June the 11th, it's National German Chocolate Cake Day. Mm. So you can celebrate that, I guess. It's also National Making Life Beautiful Day. Celebrate the things that can make life beautiful. Friends, people, compliments, everything that makes it pretty. It's a beautiful day. And it's Friday. It's also National Corn on the Cob Day. So mm. I'll never forget because <clears throat> I loved corn on the cob, Me right? Too. So, but you get it, you cover it in butter, you put those little corn gimmicks in the side that look uh-huh. like corn. They're like little poker things. And it's a beautiful day. You spin it. My finger hit that. Uh, but anyway, so that's how I used to eat the corn on the cob. But my Nana, Nana Doris, couldn't eat corn on the cob because she had uh, her teeth weren't going to let her. <laughs> let me just say that. So she would have to sit up the corn on the cob and take a knife and basically pull all of the corn off of there. She'd like cut it off and I then eat it off the plate. if that's a generational thing, because my dad was also the same. Now, he didn't have dentures. He had normal teeth, but he hated eating corn on the cob because it would always get in between his teeth. So he would take it and he would get a knife and he would cut it off the cob every single time. So then the question would be, why wouldn't you just buy it in the can then? Because it's it was the Arkansas corn. Like it was, oh, gotcha. it was like the corn that was the best. Okay. You so know? that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so let's say you have those gimmicks, right? You put the little pokers in the side. How are you eating the corn? Are you going 
left to right, right to left, or up and down around? I think sometimes I go right to left. Isn't that weird? So it's the opposite of reading. See, I go the other way. I go left to right. But some people do like right here and they go up and down. They go all the way around it. Then they turn over to a different row or a different column. Hmm. So Kelly says one of her favorite new songs out there is all about the corn as we celebrate corn today on National (laughs) Corn on the Cobb Day. Kelly's favorite current song is a Blake Shelton song called Corn. We'll celebrate (laughs) corn today on the show as well. Thanks for starting Friday with us. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. So the year was 1979 (laughs) (laughs) and Kenny Rogers had the number one song in country music on this day. (laughs) What? She believes in me. Y'all, his hands are in the air already. She sees in me. I love this song. I do. See, I told you this is a good one. But she has Number one 42 years ago. And so I What is it? I don't know if this is represents maybe what we're going for. What do you mean? Energy? I mean, yeah. It's gives me great energy. I bet. Well, it just seems... I, find I don't know. Stop being negative. Like we should get out a lighter or our phones or something. Oh, shit. Okay, you may do something different. Maybe maybe just a little Stop. bit more. Is it a little too slow for maybe you? Maybe the pace is a little off. Oh, man, bad pacing. That'll really yeah. mess up the show, won't it? Yeah. How about we do this one? <clears throat> The year was 1985. Oh, it's a little better. <laughs> so much newer. And Exile had the number one song in country <laughs> music on this day. What do you think about the song She's a Miracle? Ooh. Do you remember that one? It's yeah. a good one. She's a miracle. Okay. Right. Sight to see. Hey. All the way she touches me. Way down deep in my soul. Something's got a hold. If I fall, she's waiting right there to catch me. Oh, she's a miracle. A miracle. Welcome to Friday, everyone. This one's only 36 years old. It's so much newer, <laughs> Kelly. You're right. I feel so much better about this one. I don't need oh. any good luck charm. Oh, yeah. Always hanging around. <clears throat> don't need any wishing well. Right, it's exile, y'all. Don't need to make the front page news to be the talk of the town. I'm telling all the world I've got a heavenly girl right here. Here we go. The hook is coming. She's a miracle, a sight to see. All the way she touches me, way down deep in my soul. Something's got a hole and it won't let go. Oh, if I 
She's a miracle, miracle to me. It's Exile. She's a miracle. Number one on this day in 1985. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here we go. Welcome to Friday morning, y'all. We appreciate you listening to us. And as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. Gotcha gossip on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. So they just aired the Keeping Up with the Kardashians series finale last night. Right. And apparently some of us are missing it already because we don't need to worry. Um, there's going to be a two-part reunion special already hosted by Andy Cohen beginning next <laughs> Thursday at 7. And the second part's going to air following the next Sunday at 8. So on a related note, the executive producer of Keeping Up with the Kardashians revealed that Kim... Enjoyed being filmed the most, which I get. Yeah, I get that. And Kylie enjoyed being filmed the least, really? which probably comes as no surprise to fans who saw her missing a lot of the trips and gatherings over the years. But Keeping Up with the Kardashians will bring uh, the two-part reunion special um, next week. So get ready for that. There you go. And again, it's one of those things where there's a saying like, you can't miss somebody if they never leave. Right. <laughs> Maybe we wait a yeah. little longer for the reunion show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. We waited 17 years for friends. You're right. We wait seven days for the Kardashians <laughs> to come back together. Hey, gotcha gossip today on Adam Levine and Maroon 5. So Maroon 5 releases their seventh album today. It's called Jordy, which is a tribute to uh, their manager who died back in 2017. One of the songs on there, which you already probably know, is Maroon 5 featuring Megan Thee Stallion. Beautiful mistakes I'm inside my head She's naked in my bed I wanted to give you a look at a couple of the other songs that are out there, though, as well. There's a video out, a music video that launched uh, this morning for a song called Lost. Again, new stuff from Maroon 5. So again, that song's called Lost Maroon 5. Uh, there's also a song called Can't Leave You Alone. I just can't leave you alone. We keep going back and forth. Oh, why can't you just tell me how you're feeling? Why can't you admit it? I told you everything about me. So again, can't leave you alone. And how about this Maroon 5 with the collaboration with Stevie Nicks on a song called Remedy. Again, that's Remedy, Maroon 5 and Stevie Nicks. The album Jordy is out today. Got you gossip on Ariana Grande. So Ariana's 
had a pretty good year this year. Ariana just got married to real estate agent Dalton Gomez, and it looks like she's about to drop her own makeup line, which makes a lot of sense because I think uh, girls and women everywhere love how she wears her makeup. But there's a beauty news Instagram account called Trend Mood who broke the story by reporting that Ariana has filed a trademark for a line of makeup, skin, and hair products. So we're talking skincare, body care, mousse, mists, perfumes, shower gels, bath gels, more stuff like that. Allegedly, Ariana's beauty brand will be called God is a Woman, which is after one of her songs. So no doubt if this is, this is going to happen, mm-hmm. um, and she's going to be really successful at it. That's going to be big. Mm-hmm. Young girls are going to go crazy yeah. for that. And finally, Gotcha Gossip today on Saved by the Bell. When I wake up in the morning and the alarm gets out of warning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. By the time I grab my books and I give myself a look, I'm at the corner just in time to see the balls fly by. So, we know there's a reboot on Peacock that's going on right now, right? Well, we have a new photo that shows uh, scenes from season two. Elizabeth Berkeley, who played Jesse Spano, has shared a photo. It is Jesse Spano, Zach Morris, and A.C. Slater all back together. Aww. So, we've seen Jesse and Slater together because they've been on the first season. But Zach Morris, Mark Paul Gossler, is back with the Zach Morris hair. And all of that. And if you're nostalgic, if you love Saved by the Bell, it's a feel-good thing this morning. You can check it out on Elizabeth Berkeley's Instagram account. It's up there this morning. And, of course, every morning right here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Did you see that Amy Schumer was uh, allegedly in Tennessee? I didn't. Yeah. This is a picture of her at a truck stop in Tennessee. What? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It's also not Amy Schumer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she looks so much like her, doesn't she? Yes. This woman won a cooler, a cooler from Monster Energy, and she went by to pick it up at the truck stop. And they took the picture of her, and everybody thought it was Amy Schumer on a road trip. Well, it looks like something Amy Schumer would wear. Yeah, what does the shirt say? I can't Kelly? say it out loud. It just says trucking and something else. Yeah. But I can't say it. No, I don't think that's. No. Yeah. It's one of the words we're not allowed to say. It would not be a good one. Not a good one. She also has a teardrop tattoo and a lot of people were. What? (laughs) Really? She does. (laughs) And a lot of people, a lot of people were trying to figure out what she did. She's come back to say that as a driver, a truck driver, she accidentally hit a pedestrian. Really? No. No, that is true. No. That is true. But anyway, a lot of people are kind of uh, talking about her looking like Amy Schumer. Do you remember when you would go and tell people that they remind you of celebrities? (laughs) No, you got mad at me that one time. Yeah, because Kelly looks straight at somebody and says, (laughs) you look just like so-and-so. But she did. And I think that this person is pretty. But what if they don't find that person pretty and you've compared them to somebody that they think is unattractive? Ever since you've told me that, I don't think that I've ever said that to anybody. No, it's a good, this is advice. You can learn so much from this show. Never say, hey, you look just like so-and-so. Because all of our, all of our minds are different. We all have different levels of attractiveness to right. different things. And if that person doesn't think that person's good looking, <laughs> you've really offended them. <laughs> Do you remember... Who you compared this person to? Mm-hmm. Who did you compare them to? I don't want to talk about no, it. You can tell me. That. I already know. I won't ask you who you were comparing, but who was the celebrity you said this person looked like? It was Busy Phillips. What? I think she's pretty, Brandon. <laughs> 
Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, our job today is to get you up and get you moving and get you set for the weekend, and we're going to do the best we can to make it the best day we can. Give it up for the weekend. Here we go. Pull it up every time we unlive. Take a shot for the regrets. Double up and it's about to get blown wild. Hey, ladies, let your head out. Oh, yeah. We know ain't nobody scared now. Hell now. Just do your thing like a spring break. Wake and bake and we I don't know, maybe you're going out on a boat this weekend. Threw my phone in the water. Here we go! Push off the dock. She was packing her bags. I was popping her top. Is she gone for the summer? Gone for the night? Gone for the weekend or the rest of my life? Was she laughing? Was she crying? As she walked away, I can't say. I was on a boat that day. The river was rolling. I was getting my phone on. Oh, yeah. She was telling me so long. All right, here's some advice out there today. If you're looking for the perfect weekend, of course, good weather is going to help with that. Even though we do have the chance of maybe pop-up showers today and tomorrow, we'll see sunshine. Next week looks dry, like all next week looks dry. So that's good news. Highs up there, upper 80s, low 90s for the next week or so. All right, the best weekend stuff you can think about. Here's advice. Take it with you because I am like the all-knowing. Oh. Well, I can read. (laughs) All right, here's stuff we can do. Avoid work, email, and social media this weekend. Enjoy your time. Don't get too caught up in it. Spend more time with family and friends. So many of us have wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. We're at a point where it seems like a little bit e- it's easier to do that. So enjoy that. Do some exercise. If you exercise already, get out there and do something different. Go biking. Go hiking. They say that uh, do something you love to do. Do your hobbies this weekend. Get away from your phone. Yeah. Because so many of us sit around and we waste the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. And then by Sunday afternoon, we're going, oh, my gosh, I go back to work tomorrow. I didn't do anything. Don't do that. Uh, They say to go outside, enjoy the beautiful weather. Everybody seems to function better when it's pretty. It's true. (laughs) And they say enjoy good food and enjoy some good drinks. The signs of a good weekend. Cause it's Friday. Cause it's Monday. Cause it's a charcoal burning Sunday. Party at my house this weekend, just a heads up. I'm having a party. Right. Don't tell Kelly. Hey. Are Rude. you here? You're in here? Son of a gun. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. 
So you know that old trick where if your dad said you couldn't do something, you'd lie and say that your mom said it was okay? Oh, yeah. Well, a woman in Florida tried that trick with a police officer the other day. (laughs) 21-year-old Kendall Mabry walked out of a Circle K bathroom near Orlando with no pants or underwear on, and a cop was there when it happened. Huh? She'd been drinking, she kept slurring her words, and she also smelled a lot like um, a skunk. So when the officer asked her why she was in the store without pants on, she claimed that another police officer had told her it was totally fine to do that. No, she did not. Her pants were out in her car. Oh, my God. So she'd actually walked into the store naked from the waist down. How about that? Well, the cashier called the cops when they saw her walk in, so that's why they were there when she came out of the bathroom. Mm. She's facing charges for disorderly intoxication. How about that? I don't even know how to how to respond. Well, speaking of not wearing pants, yeah. it's so weird that Donald Duck can walk around Disney pantless, and everyone loves him, uh-huh. but when I do it, it's indecent. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. No. (laughs) Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right. Hello, Friday morning. It's going to be warm again. We're talking about uh, low 90s across Arkansas today. Just a heads up, that causes sweat. (laughs) Thanks Um, for the heads up. No, and I just want to... I want to publicly say something because I talked to a number of people. Like we have very few people who live on my in my neighborhood. What's a neighborhood or whatever, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Like I know everybody, and it's like, okay, what's up? How you doing? And if I see people out, you know, like we we kind of live a little bit apart, but if we happen to come across each other, you know, we chat and stuff like that. So here's what happened to me yesterday. I realized as I, as I was in the middle of a conversation with one of my neighbors that I stunk. Did you had you worked out or like what was the deal? Here's what I tell my wife. I'm like, Leslie, I can put that shirt on again because I didn't really sweat in it and I don't stink. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. Okay. So I was getting ready to go on a little walk with Kai. We were gonna look for snakes and all that kind of different stuff because he loves looking for snakes and critters and stuff like that. So I get dressed, I'm like, well, I'm gonna work out right after that and it's hot, so I'll probably sweat a little bit. I'm just gonna put on the same shirt I had on the day before when I worked out. What I forgot was that I was really sweaty when I put that shirt up the day before. Didn't really think about it as Kai and I went for the walk. And then one of my neighbors, his dog comes running at us and he comes out to get his dog. And we stand there in the middle of the street having a conversation, humidity around 101. Uh, and I realized that there's a little bit of a, a permeating smell. A stench. Huh? And it's my shirt that starts to stink. And then I think to myself, well, you know, maybe only I can smell this. Well, Because it's mean- on my body. How close are you? Were you were you hugging your neighbors? Like, what were you like? How well, close are you to your neighbors? I'm a good neighbor, but I don't hug my neighbors. Okay, but I mean, stand up. Okay, let, let me just show you. If you could, oh, we were closer than this. Okay. Much closer than this. We were well, having a conversation. I don't. Do you ever wear? I don't normally smell cologne. Do you wear cologne? I wear cologne. Yeah. All right. Well, I haven't smelled it this morning, so I guess I haven't smelled anything bad either. Yeah, but I have a different shirt on. So I learned a lesson because I'm standing there talking to him and I start to smell that. And I'm like, oh, wow, that ain't good. But maybe he can't tell. Oh. Um, And I should listen to my wife because she always tells me, just get a new shirt. I'll do the laundry. You don't have to put on a dirty shirt. And I'm like, no, but I'm just going to get it dirty again. I'm one of those guys. Why would I make the bed? It's just going to be unmade again. Oh, gosh. You know what I'm saying? Why brush my teeth? I'm about to eat. Oh, okay. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. But I'm standing there talking to him and I decide it's probably appropriate to reference the shirt. Because it's bad. And I and said, And that's what you do too. And I said, Oof, this shirt. 
I think this is what I worked out in yesterday. Which I'm sure my friend, my neighbor is going, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. Why would you put on a, a day old workout shirt? Mm. But again, I didn't think I was going to talk to anybody. And really, there's not many people in my neighborhood. And what was it going to matter? So as I tell him, ooh, do you smell that? It's a shirt. Kai said, yeah, dad, I smell it too. Uh-uh. Mortified. For the win. Mortified. <laughs> so to my neighbor, I would like to apologize. I normally don't smell. He can, if you are my neighbor. And I talk to you, and you're a preacher. <laughs> you can come smell me right now. I don't, well, I don't know if he'd want to re-smell you just to believe that you don't smell sometimes. I want him to know I don't smell. So every time I get near him, I'm going to get real close so he can smell me and realize it was a one-time deal. Don't be one of those guys, though. What guys? That puts a lot of cologne on, and it's almost too much. Why do you think it's too much? You think they're trying to hide something? Sometimes. Like Febreze? Where if you walk in and something's been overly Febreze, you're like, oh, what did you do there? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) That's gross. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry. I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Friday, June the 11th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. We have tons from all over the state Mm -hmm. today. Happy birthday goes out to Misty Holbrook of Wynn, who celebrates today. Also the niece of our general manager, Scott Seiler. Awesome. So happy birthday, Misty. Uh, Let's see here. We have Danielle Blankenship of Stuttgart celebrating. Jenny Davis from Stuttgart. Mason Henderson of Stuttgart, 18. Shout out to Stuttgart this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Haley Milligan of Leechville is turning 17. Happy birthday from Caden and the family. Alan Palmer of Manila turns 12. Jeremy Herring from Stuttgart. We have Haley Houghton from Humphrey. Carrie, oh goodness, Carrie Melichuk. Is that close? I think so. Carrie Melnichuk of Stuttgart. I'll get it right one day celebrates today. Uh, let's see here. Mary Fran Moore from Wynn is celebrating. Judy Ahart, also from Wynn. Denise Norwood of Gosnell. Logan Stokes from Stuttgart. Tyler Summers of Stuttgart. Oh my goodness. And Austin Clark of Stuttgart turns eight. I think we should be uh, doing a party in Stuttgart. Or they should today. have an, a holiday. What is happening? Judy Bell celebrates today. Paige Branham as well. Celebrating tomorrow, Lori Loggins. Of Jonesboro has a birthday. Happy birthday, Lori. We have Rocky McGehee celebrating a birthday. Kristen Moncrief of Jonesboro. Carrie Williams of Stuttgart. Matt Gregg of Jonesboro. One of the only people that I know who's been bitten and poisoned by a snake. I know. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Matt. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, Teresa Morgan of Jonesboro celebrates coming up tomorrow. So happy birthday to her. We have Gene uh, Travis of Jonesboro. Misty Decker celebrates tomorrow. Lane Oliver from Stuttgart, too, tomorrow. All right. Your Sunday birthdays. Aaron Maines of Stuttgart. Courtney Davis of Paragould. Dr. Kelly Fergus. Of Jonesboro celebrates. Happy birthday. It's coming up on Sunday. Happy birthday, Doc. Uh, Stacy Reeves of Stuttgart. Kimberly Ward of Stuttgart. Stephanie Richardson of Jonesboro. Jacob Bettis of Jonesboro. We have Katie Shempert Solis from Wynn. 
and Katie Sulky's a Truman celebrating as well. Ooh. My goodness, lots of birthdays. And if you have a birthday today or this weekend, we say this. We say happy, happy birthday. birthday to all y'all and you celebrate with these celebrities. Celebrating today, Sadie Robertson is 24 from Duck Dynasty. She's adorable. She is. She really is. Shia LaBeouf is 35 from Transformers. Isn't that how you say his name? Yeah, I just go with him. I want you to tell me how you say it. Is it not LaBeouf? Well, LaBeouf. LaBeouf. Um, Joshua Jackson. I like some of the LaBeouf. This is the Cochabalado. <laughs> Where now, is Alicia? Okay. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> okay, happy birthday today to Joshua Jackson, who is 43. You may remember him from Dawson's Creek. Oh, yeah. Joshua Jackson, 43 today. Dr. Oz is 61 today. Joe Montana Boom. is 65 today. Hall of Famer, 49ers quarterback. Yeah. Graham Russell is 71 today. You may know him from Air Supply. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. I know you were right. Believing for so Graham Russell, Air Supply, 71 today. Happy birthday to Frank Beard. Oh, yeah. He was 72. You know him from ZZ Top. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. They're gonna run just as fast as they can. Frank Beard's birthday from ZZ Top. Now what about them legs? Frank Beard, ZZ Top 72 today. Celebrating tomorrow, Saturday, June 12th, Kendra Wilkinson will be 36. She was on yep. The Girls Next Door. Um, let's see. Chris Young will be 36. All right. Happy birthday to him. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. But back in Rutherford County, our crowd is sick and enough. Happy birthday to Chris Young, who celebrates tomorrow. All I can think is getting you home. That's a good one. Chris Young celebrating your birthday tomorrow, 36. One of Brandon's favorites, Adriana Lima, is 40, retired Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. Jason Muse is 47. That's Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Celebrating on Sunday, June 13th. Chris Evans <sighs> will be 40. That? That's Captain America. Steve O is 47. Let's see. Rivers Cuomo is 50, 51 on Sunday, lead singer of Weezer. They also covered Toto. This is Weezer. Rivers Cuomo, Weezer, 51 on Sunday. Tim Allen on Sunday will be 68. Of course, you know him from Last Man Standing, Home Improvement, the voice of Buzz Lightyear, and Santa wow. in the Santa Claus movie. Really, what a career. <laughs>
Oh, that's good yeah. stuff. Anyway, and, ha- and happy birthday on Sunday to Mary Kate and Ashley Olson, who will be 35. Oh, my goodness. Little Michelle Tanner. Wow. That's crazy, man. Whatever happened. They grew up. <laughs> Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paperboy, he the TV. Somebody tell me, please. So confusing me. Wow, man, that's crazy. I'm proud my kids can sing this song. Oh, can they? Unless we can. Of course you That's crazy, man. Just think about this. Michelle Tanner, the Olsen twins, 35. <laughs> she was just a baby on this show. Anyway, happy birthday goes out to my good friends, Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen, who turn 35 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Here we are. Friday morning is here. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry, well. She's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. And we have Country Music News today on Chris Lane. What's your name? What's your sign? What's your birthday? What's your wrist tattoo? Bible verse. Big congratulations to Chris Lane and his wife, Lauren Bushnell. They are now a family of three. Chris and Lauren welcomed their first child, a son named Dutton Walker Lane. Chris said on social media, watching Lauren go through the birthing process from the beginning to the moment she delivered Dutton was the most incredible thing he's ever witnessed. And it was an emotion that he's never felt before. So it's going to be fun watching them as new parents. Congrats to Chris Lane and his wife Lauren Bushnell on the birth of their son. If you want to see all the posts about baby Dutton Lane, we have them up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. Country music news today on Kelsey Ballerine. There's a hole in the bottle, So Kelsey, I mean, she rocked it on the red carpet and hosting the CMT Music Awards, all the outfit changes. She looked really pretty. Uh, she also has a new song out with the pop band from Nashville, Laney. This song is called I Quit Drinking. People are loving this song. New stuff from Kelsey. Check out that full song. It's I Quit Drinking. It's Kelsey Ballerini teaming up with Laney. It's up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog today. We have country music news on Chris Young. I've got some famous friends you probably never heard of. But back in Rutherford County, our crowd is sick and 
So Chris Young is getting closer to releasing a new album. His album entitled Famous Friends is due out on August 6th. He's giving us a brand new song until that time. It's called Rescue Me. Here's Chris Young. Tell me who is gonna rescue me Cause it sure feels like kryptonite How you got me on me Put my hand out begging for mercy What's the happy ending if I can't get the girl What's it matter if I save the world If you don't promise me Before you take this ring And rescue me the song called Rescue Me. It's Chris Young. If you want to hear the full song, it's up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog. And y'all, more country music news today, this time on Brad Paisley. I'd like to see you out in the moonlight. I'd like to kiss you way back in the sticks. I'd like to walk you through a field of wildflowers. And I'd like to check you for ticks. So Brad Paisley released some new uh, some new music overnight. This song is called City of Music. Here's new stuff from Brad Paisley in a sneak peek. He bought a ring for his high school girlfriend right before she broke his heart. Now she's getting married to his ex-best friend and there's only one thing to do. Cause you can make a million dollars just by singing the blues in the city of music. Brad New stuff from Brad Paisley, City of Music. You can check out that and all of the new music. It's up on the Brandon Baxter in the Morning blog today. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Hey, Kelly, we've talked throughout the morning about our special guest coming up at 745. And he is here. We are Zooming. And uh, Adam Hamburg joins us this morning. What's up, man? What's up, Brandon? How are you this morning? I think we're okay. Other than like, I don't know if you can tell by the the look of our room in here. I've turned on the ring light just to do a zoom with you. Yeah, it's big you time. So, so you know it's a big deal, man. If I turn on the ring light to go, you know what? Uh, Nashville artists, like all of us, in the beginning, we're like, at the beginning of the pandemic, we were like, okay, I got to get a ring light. I'm gonna live stream every day, and people yeah. are gonna think it's. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna muscle through this thing. And about three months in, we're like. Uh, <laughs> it, it, like the ring light just sits in the it just sits in the closet yeah you, so you're are you at home in a studio what setup do you have there yeah I'm, I'm just at home in my home studio so we moved about a year ago and uh and and when we started when the pandemic started i was literally on a card table in our bedroom <laughs> like oh, trying gosh. to record stuff and yeah. trying to like work uh, but then we then we moved last July, and now I have now I've upgraded to a walk-in closet um, where uh, my office is. <laughs> nice. So what is it like, man? We love your story because you know if we go back and I've done my research, and of course we played uh, your debut single "Rocking All Night Long" when it came out back. Was it 2018? Yeah, it came out like late 2018. So it's like um, you know it was really rocking on. Uh, like, yeah. Spring of 2019. Yeah, so this was a song. Right here. 
Your story, though, man, I love the idea. You know, you grew up in church, and how did you find out this love of country music? And, I mean, just the idea that you were going to move off to Nashville to write country, was that something in the cards? Did the church music get you there, or how did that kind of play out? Man, I I tell people that, for me, music was a dream that wouldn't die. Um, Because when I was a kid, I was – I just never really felt felt like I fit in as a kid. Right. And um but music was that was that one place for me. Like church church was the one place where I was there every Sunday and Wednesday like and days in between. Anytime there was something going on like like we were at church and and I sang with my family. Mom's a piano player, dad was a preacher and you know uh we got any specials this way. Oh, brother brother Hambrick's uh brother Hambrick's family's gonna come up and sang for us. And so we did. You know, we sang a lot. Well, this is what we did. They couldn't and, shut uh, you up, right? <laughs> and uh nobody nobody else was gonna come bring the Sunday special, so we came and did it every week. You know, every, every once in a while. And uh and so like just singing, that was just a part of us. My mom would always you know, my mom wrote songs that she would sing in church and um and then you know, my granddad, also a pastor, um, you know, their, their family sang. And so it's just like, it's just what we did. And, um, and I just kind of found that I loved it at a really early age. Um, but growing up, I didn't ever think it was for me. Cause you know, like, like anybody who grows, grows up in a small town, uh, a lot of times you don't see people do it. You right. know, like I never saw anybody move, just move off to Nashville and, right. you know, I'm going to go be a country artist. Or I'm going to go be a songwriter. or I'm going to be this, that, and the other. I just kind of was just tinkering around. Um, uh, you know, Chris Allen it was, was a buddy of mine in college. We used to play shows together in college. And then when I saw him win American Idol, um, this was the first dude that I ever saw to really like do this on a big stage. And so I was like, well, I, you know, I need to try this. And so I just made a record. Um, I made a record in, in Cabot right. with, uh, with uh, <laughs> my buddy Darren Stribling. He owns a studio there, Blue Chair Studio. Right. And um, and then Justin Moore just happened to see me promoting it on on TV one morning. And that kind of he and he's one of those guys where uh, if he can help anybody from Arkansas, he's going to. And uh, he he wears his Arkansas on his sleeve like I do uh, or on his hat. Like yep, I do. There you go. <laughs> and um, and and he, uh, you know, he's just a he's just a great dude. He reached out to his producer and his producer was looking for young talent to develop and work with and. And that just turned into me coming to Nashville a little bit at a time, uh, you know, just to meet people and just to just to have a couple co-writes and just see what it's like. Right. And uh, and man, I just never I never knew that that was a thing. Like I had to have that encouragement. And then well, then once I got the encouragement, it just felt like this is what I was born to do. Again, Adam Hambrick joins us this morning. He's coming back to Arkansas. The first big concert in Northeast Arkansas is June 24th. Attention members and guests at the Brick House Grill. Uh, the idea that we get you coming back to Arkansas, a place that means so much to you. Uh, the fact that we get you in an intimate setting. We were talking about this when we kind of talked about the show. You know, the Brick House isn't one of those 5,000 or 10,000 seat venues. This is a spot, man, where when you go in there and you're in that room, it's going to feel different. It feels so good because everybody's so close. And the idea that it's a limited engagement and there's only a limited number of tickets that you can get. I mean, the idea that we have you on the way up, um, it's such a big deal for us because there's going to be a day where people who go to the brick house on June 24th are going to go and tell their kids and their friends. I saw Adam Hambrick play the brick house in front of, you know, three, 400 people. It's going to be one of those deals, man. People are going to talk about for a long time. I, I hope so. Um, I, I hope anytime I come back that it, that it feels like that it, that it feels as special to the, to the people there as it does to me. Cause anytime I get to play for 
the home crowd. Uh, it, I, I just, I just get really, just get really fired up about it. Just get a little more juice in the tank when you, when you take stage. So tell me about, uh, you know, Justin Moore sees you on TV. They reach out and that's kind of a random deal because you're just making the TV thing. Not really sure what's going to happen. Not sure who's watching it. It's much like anything you do in media. You hope everybody's going to see it, but just the, the random circumstance of Justin Moore seeing you and then seeing something in you and reaching out and putting you in touch. That's almost something that feels like a movie, but it came to life and it's real life for you. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I, it, this was, uh, you know, a couple years after college. So um, when I was in college, I'd play shows at Juanita's in Little Rock, you yeah. know, and, and, and I'd have fraternity brothers and they'd bring people who'd bring people. And I was, and I was like selling out Juanita's in Little Rock. I thought right. I was a hot stuff. <laughs> well, after college, all that stuff just sort of dries up. Yeah. You know, like everybody gets married and they get jobs like, ah, penny pints. That's not for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and so, you know, so I was just kind of in this place where I, I, I guess, you know, I guess I'm just going to just going to get a job and maybe I'll make music on the side. Right. Um, and so to have that kind of moment when I wasn't really, you know, really chasing it, um, it, it for me, it felt like God picking me up out of Arkansas mm-hmm. and, and and putting me in Nashville. Did you question that? Because I would assume if I'd done the television deal and then, hey, Justin Moore wants to talk to you, I would think it was a buddy of mine trying to set me up. I wouldn't have thought oh, that was real. Oh, oh, I definitely thought it was real. <laughs> right. I, I got an email from uh, from Jeremy Stover, who's he's Justin's producer and uh, one of my one of my great friends. And he said uh, and it just said, uh, hey, Justin Moore saw you playing on TV. I'm uh, and. I don't remember what the email said, right? But I just remember seeing that and thinking it was one of those MySpace deals, right? One of those like give us fifty dollars, we'll give you fifty thousand friends on MySpace, right? One hundred percent, because it was late MySpace days. Um, but when I, you know, when I looked at the email, he's talking about coming to a show, and I was like, wait, that show, that show just got canceled. Uh, I should probably call this guy, I guess, right? And so, like, you know. I was just curious. I called him and, uh, and, and it wasn't spam. <laughs> it was, crazy. it was, it was an email that just, just changed my life to be honest. Well, we're talking Justin Moore. Let's talk through a number one hit you do. Uh, you wrote and he performed, I saw, and then we have it on our website, uh, you guys performing together, which was pretty cool. Yeah. But the number one hit was the song. Somebody else. Will. Somebody else will. cool watching Justin talk to you saying there was no way he could sing that like you did on the demo. Right. But the yeah. vision of the way he did it, I mean, he brought that song to life and took it to number one. What does that song mean to you? Well, for one, that song, uh, that song is not a country sounding song when Adam Hambrick sings it. Right. Justin Moore sings it. Yeah. That, but that's a country song. It's country. Uh, so, so it's kind of just like a testament to his, his like range as an artist, you right. know, like, like he can take any song and, and make it just, just put it slap in the middle of his lane. Um, he's just one of those, those special kind of artists. Uh, a funny story about that song. So that song kind of bounced around a little bit. Uh, I had, I wrote that song with my friends, Kelly Archer and Tebe and, uh, and, and, we pitched it to Rascal Flats. Um, uh, Joe Don's a, a buddy of mine, and, and and they put it on hold. I was like, awesome. Well, Rascal Flats was recording on the same day that Justin was recording. Now, Jeremy Stover, who I just talked about, he's my publisher, right? Who's also Justin's producer. Well, 
he sends me a text that day and said, somebody else will just got cut. That's all that said. That's all it said. And so I thought because Rascal Flatts had had this song on hold, I thought that Rascal Flatts had cut my song. Fast forward to later in the day. I get a text from Jeremy. It's like, Hey, come out and celebrate with me and Justin. It's like, cool. Awesome. And so I meet them. I meet them at, uh, at the tin roof downtown. They line up shots at the bar when I walk in and, and they're like, we, we take a, take a drink. Cheers. You know? And then, uh, set the glasses down. Justin pats me on the back and said, man, I tell you what, somebody else will sounds like a hit. And all I think, (laughs) how do you hear my rascal flats cut? (laughs) (laughs) And like, it still hadn't dawned on me that he had recorded the song. And, uh, it's, it's, so I was like, what, what happened? What did rascal flats? No, Justin cut it. I was like, Oh my goodness. That's, that's way better home for that song. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) he took it, it took it all the way. Number one. So when a song goes number one for a songwriter, obviously we know what it means for Justin Moore. What does that mean for a songwriter when a song goes number one? Is that instant paydays and and, and success that's kind of built in for the rest of your life? Or, or how does that go? Because we've always heard that, you know, the artist doesn't make a ton of money off of the song. The person singing it doesn't. That's why there's tours and merch and all that. Uh, it means you don't have to move home to Arkansas and uh, and and sell cars or or scrap yeah. or figure you know yeah. figure something else out. Uh, it's it's not a, it's not disappear and buy an island money, um, yeah. but it is uh, it it you know it 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 sets you up down the line. And those paydays are so infrequent, right. and so like it's like a chunk of money, but it's like it needs to last you a little while, right? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so when you got kids and you you know you're trying to you're trying to build a life. Uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's working man money, honestly, yeah. uh, it, by the time you space it out and by the time you uh, factor in how many years you've been in Nashville and right. how many. Um, so it's, it's great. It, but really what it is, it's, it's just kind of like the dream come true. It's like yeah. I had the number one song in country music. Yeah. That's and awesome. uh, I, I did it. I did it twice that year. And um, I went from being this dude who was just kind of around Nashville to I, I like what he does. It's pretty cool. Um, to like, oh, Adam Hambrick's got, you know, yeah. and, and it was kind of like this moment and it, and it kind of just blew the doors off of me as a, uh, for, as an artist too, um, uh, to where it like just opened the door for me to step out and tour and make my own records and make my own music and, and do something that people thought was interesting and cool. Adam Hambrick joins us this morning. Again, he's playing the Brickhouse Grill June 24th in Jonesboro. Uh, let's talk about that because you mentioned, uh, you know, you wanted to be able to play your own music. You write this stuff, you're pitching it. Uh, how do you know when you want to hold on to a song and make it your own? Um, really, I ch- Nashville is such a collaborative place. I try to keep, I try to keep it all with an open hand. So if Tim McGraw comes along and wants to cut your song, it kind of doesn't matter how much you love it. Yeah. You just, you let <laughs> Tim McGraw cut that song yeah. and you cut your own version of it later. If you want right. to, but, um, it, but Nashville is such a collaborative place that, you know, you just you just write and chase what's chase what's coming out, and then if you do that, uh, you know, enough songs will find their way. Whether it whether it, it kind of becomes the the seed for a new project for you, or you know, it, it can really speak to somebody else and what they're doing. And and so it, I, I try to not I try to not focus on that because um, I can re- I can really get in my own head real quick. You talked about having two number ones that year. The other one was a Dan and Shay hit. And uh, the song How Not To, which has been played tons of times on country radio. Tell me about that one. Where did that song come from? 
um, that song was the, the idea was just from a buddy. And that was almost a right that didn't happen. Uh, it was a right that almost didn't happen. I w- it was the last day of, uh, it was the last day of writing, I guess in like 2014. Um, but like I, it, everybody was shutting down for Christmas. It was like December the 17th, I think. And then I get a text from my buddies, Paul and Kevin, they live in LA. And then they said, Hey, Hey, are we still on for tomorrow? We had booked the right. And I just, I just forgot to put it in my calendar. Oh no. And then I was like, I guess. Uh, yeah. And then I, and then we showed up and I was like, I got two hours cause we were leaving to come, come back to see my folks in Arkansas. And, right. and I was like, I got two hours. And so we showed up at 11 o'clock and we knocked out, we knocked this song out in an hour and a half and it wow. felt good from the, from the time we wrote it. Um, it's another one that it's another one that bounced around. Um, it was on hold for a while. And then, um, and then Dan and Shay just, somebody sent it to them when they were on their way in to record and it was like literally on their way in their car, on their way to record. They needed one more song. They needed oh, one more hit. That's crazy. Our buddy sent it to them. And, and that was the one that really, that really changed my life. Cause that was the one that people heard first. Right. That was the song that, that was, that was my first number one. So when you're, when you're going into a room, right, because you called a write, you go into the writing session, you have you and a couple of buddies going in there. How do you, how does that process work for you? Because I think it's different for everybody. Some people go in with a melody. Some people go in with a title. How does that work for Adam Hambrick? Uh, Adam Hambrick just shows up and hopes he got the gas that day. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a little, anytime you step into a write, I mean, you have ideas, um, but you never know if they're good until you see, you know, what somebody's face does when you share it with them. Right. Um, and, and if you can, if you can lock, you know, if you can hone in on those things that move people in the room, then chances are you, you're going to have a good shot at moving people outside the room. And, uh, and so I always, I always come in with ideas, but I, I do try to just be open to see where the, where the day takes us. And, um, cause that's what, that's what creativity is. And that's where the, the best songs come from. Um, they, they don't come from when you're trying to hammer home an idea. Um, cause that, that's more about you. and right. If you can, if you can kind of just be in the moment, be where you are, uh, you know, I, th- I think there's, I think there's something truly mystical and magical and spiritual about uh, music and melody and where it comes from and how it comes out of you. And if you kind of let that, you kind of let that flow. I know that sounds like a little hippy dippy, um, <laughs> but I think, I think there's like truly something to that. I think that, that's why I think music is, is kind of God's gift to people. So if you walk into a room and let's say uh, you had an argument with your wife or the kids or, or whatever the case may be, uh, hey, man, me and the wife were doing this. Is that the type of conversation you have? Or I feel like I need to make up to her for something that I said. Uh, is that kind of where this comes from? Or is it just something, hey, I, I had this dream last night and and let's go that direction? Or is um, it all over the place? I mean, I, just, it, I don't understand the, the process because it's so foreign to, to most of us. Well, you got everything in life is like – you know, they, they talk about the, the butterfly flapping its wings makes a hurricane. Like we're all of our feelings and all of our emotions are that way. So like, you know, you, you see something, you see something that stirs you in some way makes you happy, makes you sad, makes you, makes you think about home, makes you think about um, what you want to be when you grow up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like when you see the, when you see those things, it, it sets your mind on a path to thinking. And, and all a song is, is, is just kind of observations of that thinking. Right. And, uh, and, and when good songs make you think good songs make you feel that's what they're drawn on. Those kind of like little moments that push us into thinking and feeling. 
So if you say, hey, here's my thought today, does somebody start playing uh, the guitar behind you and all of a sudden it's boom and, and you come up with the words or how do the words come out? Because obviously you go from an idea to a melody to the words. Yeah, I mean, there's just anything that a song can build on. A song can build on a guitar riff. A song can build on uh, a word or a title or just a general storyline. And uh, But if you have one or just one or two of those ideas, it's really funny how the snowball starts to roll downhill, especially with songwriters who really know what they're doing. Um, because, because when you, when you're stepping in the room with somebody who's a pro and an idea really kind of connects, um, man, these, it's a beautiful thing to watch it come together. You ever sit in a room with somebody and think to yourself, why in the world am I in this room with this guy? Oh yeah. Yeah. Literally all the time. Who is it? Anybody that stands out as, oh my gosh, why am I here? Uh, I wrote a song with, uh, Tony Lane, um, and Casey Bethard, uh, Casey's written a ton of the Eric Church stuff, and and Tony Lane, he's just he, he's just a, a a beautiful crotchety musical unicorn. Uh, he's just, <laughs> he's just kind of, he's like this older dude. He's kind of gruff, you know, and he and he, and he, and he kind of talks like this, and, yeah. and but he'll say stuff that is just out of left field, you know amazing and and there and those are just like that's just like one example of of uh of of moments where i've just kind of like been in awe but like but that's at all levels like you find people like that at at all levels those are just people whose work i've admired for a long time but um but nashville is just full of those kind of people so when you move to nashville obviously that's a heck of a journey and the jason aldean song you know it's a crazy town full of neon dreams everybody plays everybody sings how do you get through and cut through? Because, I mean, you go to Nashville and, you know, your waiter, your waitress, the person who serves you a coffee probably has the the same dreams. Uh, and it doesn't come true for every, everybody. Not everybody gets to go into those writer's rooms. Not everybody gets to have a song on the radio. How do you keep that fire going when you know so many people are there trying to do the same thing? Um, you got to have encouragement. You got to have you got to have people around you that are encouraging you, uh, but are real with you. Yeah. I, I'm not one of these people that believes follow your dreams. It'll all work out. That is garbage. <laughs> it's absolute garbage. And, uh, and, and this town is, is full of people who feel that way. I can follow my dream. Yeah, but you're not good enough. You right. don't have the natural gifting. Right. Um, and it's gotta be, a, it's gotta be a, a combination of both. Cause if you have the natural gifting and you have the encouragement that when those moments come, that it feels like a wave washing over you, and you're like, I, I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have people in those moments telling you that, Hey man, you're, you're, you're legitimate. You have, you're, you are here in Nashville for a reason. Um, but you got to have both of them. You can't, you, <clears throat> you can't just have the talent. You got to have the talent and you got to have the, 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 the grit and also the encouragement from, from other people or you will wash out. Um, who do you turn to for the encouragement? Um, Jeremy Stover, the guy who, who brought me to town. Um, he's, he's still my guy. One of my, one of my best friends, Blake Chaffin, um, we talk a lot just about what the music industry does to you and how, it, how the, just the, the lack of guarantee in life feels like you're just floating. You know, we have a lot of those, those, uh, conversations. Does it feel um, like a real job? I mean, you get to go in, you get to do what you, what you love. You get to write music, you get to be creative, you get paid for it. Dude, you gotta have, you gotta give yourself permission for it to be a real job. Like for, for me, it's the same thing that I'll never move the net. Like that's for somebody else. Um, mm. you know. Like I, I, I still have moments of feeling that way. It feels like this is like, I'm just being self-indulgent writing songs or going right. on tour or whatever. Um, but like, 
yeah, it's it. You kind of got to have this uh, this. You got to have guardrails uh, keeping you on task and keeping you um, keeping you right and keeping you creating. Because um, otherwise, it's just easier to. Ah, I won't write today. I'm going to go play golf. Yeah. Totally get it. Adam Hambrick joins us again. He plays the Brickhouse Grill, a return to live music in Northeast Arkansas in Jonesboro, June the 24th. Tickets on sale right now at adamhambrick.com. I wanted to play a couple of the new tracks that you have out. Yeah. Kind of get your thoughts on on where these are coming from and what you're thinking. Uh, let's go to this one real quick, and I want you to walk me through the process of this song. Wow, that's the process of this song. Dude, this song is catchy. Talk to who do I gotta bribe to hit the brakes on the clock, keep the sun out the blue sky? Cause you look like a million and you feel like more. Got me wishing holding you was something I could get paid for. Your lips are a dream, so wanna wake up. You love is quicksand, baby. The longer I lay here, the more I forget the reasons why I don't just stay here and make the it's Adam Hambrick, the longer I lay here. Tell me about that. First and foremost, uh, man, I love this song for a lot of reasons, but one, Jillian's, Jillian Jacqueline uh, is, the, is the girl who's on this song with me, and she is amazing. And, uh, and I feel like her voice adds so much to this track makes it because when we cut it, we're like, Oh, this feels good. Um, but when she sang on it, it brought an energy to it that just feels so good. Yeah. That song feels great. Let's go with this one too, because, uh, here's another one I wanted to play again. Adam Hambrick joins us on the phone this morning. All you all night, all summer. Telling you, man, we get pitched a lot of music all the time. We hear a bunch of different stuff. Those sound like hits. Those sound like they're ready for radio today. I like to think they are. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's how we. That's why we make the music uh, yeah. for you guys. But man, uh, when you hear that, though, it's just like it's just going to be that moment. We're going to get the email from the label, and boom, that's yeah. going to be a song that goes. And you and I talked the other day on the phone. Uh, how the country charts are so crazy and how, uh, you know, you're waiting for those radio spins to influence how successful the song is when you hear those songs uh, and you're ready to put your, for your label to put those out there. What are you thinking at that point? Do you say, Hey, let's go with this one first. Do you get to weigh in on that or how does that go? I get to, I get to weigh in. Uh, The thing that I've learned about radio since doing this last three years, is I don't know anything. 
And so, <laughs> and so like a song that I think sounds like a hit, uh, might not sound like a hit in Topeka, Kansas, apparently. Uh, so, so I try to, I try to keep that. I try to leave that a little bit to the professionals. I will, I will voice my opinion. Yeah. Um, and, but I, I kind of like just, just let them, you know, roll with, with what they think is the, is the hit. And, uh, but these you know, have the production value. They have the vocals. It just mm-hmm. sounds like something that we could, you know, put right in the middle of uh, of Jason Aldean, Miranda Lambert, Carly Pierce, Lee Bryce, and it fits. And I think that's the biggest compliment we could give you is that you fit the format at this point. I I hope so. I, I get a lot of. I've played a bunch of shows with Justin Moore, and uh, it, it's really funny because because I am a polarizing artist opening for Justin Moore. You get, <laughs> I, I feel like I get about half the crowd. Yeah, who's like. Yeah, yeah, this is awesome. And then I get the other half of the crowd like that ain't country. Uh, and I, I get that. I get those people. Um, but uh, but country music is country music means a lot to me. Country music has been it was the first music that I ever loved. It's the, that's the stuff that made me love songs, made me love telling stories and writing songs. And so just getting to be in the conversation for radio, getting to be uh, put music out uh, that that comes out alongside my friend Carly Pierce and my friend Justin Moore. And then I even get to call those people friends. Yeah. Uh, like that's really special to me. So even, even if, even if uh, your, your listeners hear some of my songs are like, that ain't country. Dude, I'm <laughs> cool with that. I'll take it. It's what they said about me though. Whenever I went to, you know, I went from pop radio to country radio and it, oh, he does, he's not country. I grew up in Texas. I grew up listening to Alabama and George Strait. I mean, I might yeah. not look country, uh, but I, you know, it's, that's where I'm from. That's what I know. Yeah. And, uh, I think yeah. that's the same thing my, you're saying. It's in your roots. My, my grand, my grandpa farmed in Desert, Arkansas for 40 years. My, my, my dad and granddad both pastored ch- country churches in Arkansas and Mississippi. Yeah. I, I am, I am country as cornbread. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I listen to a lot of music and that comes out and how I, how I perform and how I write. So June the 24th, Northeast Arkansas Brickhouse Grill. We want to invite the entire state. And again, we're talking to a lot of different parts of the state this morning. If you're in central Arkansas, southeast Arkansas, we want you to come up too and celebrate an Arkansas guy who's who's doing his thing. He's representing us in country music. When we see Adam Hambrick on stage at the Brickhouse June 24th, give me an idea what that show is going to be like. Um, I I like to think you're going to feel stuff. And like you're gonna you're gonna feel nostalgic for where from or who you were when you were a kid. You're gonna feel you're gonna you're gonna feel um, you're gonna remember what it feels like to be in love. You're gonna remember what it feels like to have your heart broken, and you're just gonna have a good time. Yep. We're gonna raise our drinks and enjoy ourselves because live music is back, and we are pumped about that. Boom! June twenty fourth, Adam Hambrick live at the Brickhouse Grill. Tickets on sale right now at adamhambrick.com and. Man, we're going to be excited to have you here June the 24th and do a whole bunch more with you as you come back to Arkansas, man. Thanks so much for, for jumping in with us and blowing the show up. It's going to be a blast, man. All right, man. Have a great morning. All right. Adam Hambrick live on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. A little behind the scenes. Uh, we talked to Adam Hambrick. I didn't realize we had talked to him for so long because one of the things that when we have a guest like that, I want to engage in the guest and I don't look at the clock. Yeah. And sometimes that gets you in trouble because, you know, even though it doesn't really matter, we're still, you know, we're trying to be on time. Right. That sounds silly to people who don't. But, I mean, you know, we're just trying to make sure we get everything in that we have to get in before the end of the show. Anyway, one of the things I remembered after we hung up with Adam was he told us right before we started live that he had to take his kids to school. (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. So I'd like to apologize to Adam's teachers because more than likely those girls are going to be late. (laughs) We need to write them an excuse.
Uh, but if you missed a chat with Adam Hambrick, uh, again, uh, he's going to be a lot of fun when he comes mm-hmm. back to Arkansas. And just the idea of here's a guy who's from here, whose family is from here, and he's gone back and, and done music in Nashville with these big stars, and he's writing, and literally he will be on the radio with his. Oh, yeah. Like that. Mm-hmm. You you hear that when you hear that music. If you missed any of the chat, it's going to be up today on the podcast, the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast. I don't know if you know this, but June is National Candy Month. Oh, I love candy. I do too. And I got candy actually, golly, I guess I got it at lunch. You know what I chose, which was really good? Hmm. Have you tried the the Reese's peanut butter How sticks? How did I know it was going to be a Reese's? But the sticks. Are they almost like, wait, do they have wafer in them? Yeah, they're kind of like those old school like wafer cookies we used to get. But they're Reese's peanut butter sticks with some crisp in the middle. They're good because mm, I got them good. out of one of the gas stations that had them in the freezer Ooh. or the refrigerator. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, but I was looking through the list of like what states chose as number one candies, right? And it's a tie across the country. Uh, it's a tie between Skittles and Starburst, which I was kind of surprised because if I'm going for candy, I'm not going for fruit. See, I like I have moods where I want chocolate, and then I have moods where I want like just the fruit candy. See, I don't have those moods very mm-hmm. often. I did when I was young. I'd go for Spree. Do you remember those? Yeah. It was either Spree or Sweet Tarts. Our Everlasting Gobstoppers, the chewy ones. Mm, I don't think so. I like the hard ones. I like the ones you, because well, you could see like as it changes the colors and all yeah, that. Yeah, and you could break your tooth off. But do the chewy, do the chewy ones change colors? Yeah. Or mm-hmm. They do? Mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't realize that. Uh, but I was looking at like the number, the states, that like what they chose as their favorite candy. And the candy that Arkansas chooses, I didn't even know was still a candy. What? What is it? Mars. Mars bar? Like the candy bar? Is that even? I've never had that. Do we still, do they still make them? That's what I'm wondering. That's what Arkansas chose. The most popular candy in Arkansas. I don't. According to this, uh, the stats and the data hmm. is a Mars bar. I've never even, I don't even know what that is. Tennessee picked that too. It seems like we're off. Is Mars behind this? Is Mars based in Arkansas and Tennessee? I don't Look know. Look it up. Tell me even what's in a Mars oh, bar. No. In Missouri, they chose Twix. In Louisiana, it was Payday. Oklahoma, Starburst. Mississippi, it was a Three Musketeers. Mr. Good Bar in Alabama. Hmm. What do you see? It says in the United States, Mars Bar is a candy bar with nougat and toasted almonds, almonds coated with milk chocolate. Hmm. The same candy bar is known outside the United States as Mars Almond Bar. It's similar to Mars Bar, containing nougat, almonds, caramel, and a milk chocolate coating. So maybe I would like that if it has the almond Hmm. and the nougat. You really can't go wrong with nougat. I know. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Other big candy bars out there. Hershey Bars is a big one. That's what Kai would choose. That's what my kids would choose. The regular Hershey Uh Bar. To me, that's so boring. It's like, yeah, be more adventurous than that. Baby Ruth's, and I told you that new chocolate Baby Ruth. I think you tried it and you weren't much of a fan, but that I love it. That was a payday. That's what I'm in. Baby Ruth is already coated in chocolate. Payday. Now they have a chocolate payday. All right. Thank you, Miss Candy. Oh, I am. <laughs> uh, Almond Joys are big in some states and I love those too. But anyway, it's kind of interesting to see what people chose. But Mars Bars, hmm. number one in Arkansas. I'm not sure I get it. But the next time I go to the store, if I see one, I'm going to try it. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Kelly talks often about how she was a teacher and educator in a previous life. It does kind of seem like a previous life. It does, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the wild thing about this is there's a story out today, and Kelly said she doesn't really relate to this because she never felt that attachment. But there is a principal 
at a school in North Carolina <laughs> who loves his students. <laughs> Brandon, you are the biggest jerk. What? That is not. Everyone knows I love my kids. <laughs> So There's a principal at the graduation of the school. It's the the T. Wingate Andrews High School, High Point, North Carolina. He gets up there. He's going to do the, the commencement address, and he's going to speak to the students who are graduating. And he decided the best way he could do this was in song. And the song he chose is one of the toughest songs to sing. Kids go crazy. Imagine that's your principal. That's awesome. Like, that's cool. The kids are going nuts. Uh, that video is all over social media. Again, his name is Marcus Gauze, and he's the principal of the graduating class of T. Wingate Andrews High School in High Point, North Carolina. Brandon Baxter in the morning. We mentioned Adam Hambrick, and again, that show, Attention Members and Guests, is on sale right now. You can get tickets at kfin.com, kfin.com, or adamhambrick.com. It's going to be a big show because Adam Hambrick is a guy who – Went to UCA in Conway, who moved to Nashville because Justin Moore happened to see him performing on uh, Little Rock TV. And Justin Moore says, hey, we got to get this guy to Nashville. He moves there and then ends up writing number one hits for not only Justin Moore, but also Dan and Sean. I don't know how not to think about you when it's late at night. So a number one written by Adam Hambrick. And of course, as we mentioned, Adam wrote the song Somebody Else Will by Justin Moore. Another number one. Somebody else will find Walk up and ask your name right now. Offer to buy you a drink. Adam's debut single was, was called Rockin' All Night Long. It was a hit. But shout out, watch the sunrise. Sleep when you die. So we talked to Adam this morning. And the thing I told him, I said, here's the biggest compliment we can give you is your music fits, mm-hmm. you know, because when you hear it, you can say, okay, I can hear him playing next to Carrie Underwood, Jason Aldean, Carly Pierce, Lee Bryce, Jake Owen, Sam Hunt, that music fits, mm-hmm. you know, and the idea that we have him coming back here in a smaller setting, which is great because the Brickhouse Grill gets to be intimate. Uh, and at the same point, you know, it's live music back. So if you've been waiting for live music, you want to go see music live, you want to enjoy a concert. Think about Thursday, June 24th, the Brickhouse Grill. Again, tickets on sale on our website this morning. Uh, it's a great reason to go see somebody who's going to be a big star, who's written number one songs already. Uh, it's a good reason to go see live music. It's a good reason to get your friends together and just go have fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, last year, the pandemic has been so stressful, and so many of us have been afraid to go places, and we weren't really sure. The idea that things are opening back up, and so many people are vaccinated, and we get to go back and, and do stuff like we used to yeah. do. That's going to make this awesome. Again, it's June 24th at the Brickhouse Grill. Let me give you some more Adam Hambrick stuff. Check out this one. This is uh, one of his newest singles. Brings your memory back to when the was. You magic, it was bare feet. The radio cranked with the doors off the cheap. Bones far more hood with the stars out. Living large 
So Adam's also put out a song with the artist Jillian Jacqueline. This one's called The Longer I Lay Here. Your lips are a dream. I want to wake up. Your love is quicksand, baby. The longer I lay here, the more I forget the reasons why I don't just stay here and make the most of it. Here's the cool thing. Again, he's going to do these songs. He's going to do songs he's written. If you go check out our chat with him today, it's probably, what do we go, 30 minutes mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. Uh, but it was like, I didn't realize because I wasn't looking at the time. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how long we had talked to him. And we talked through like the process of him going to Nashville, the songwriting process of like, where does the song come from? When you go into a room and you go to a writer's deal, like, where are you getting that music? Like, what do you walk in and say? Like, where does it start? I want to know that process. That interests me. And then what it's like when you get that number one hit, does that set you for life? Is all of a sudden, are you loaded or do you got to keep hustling? So we talk about all of that with Adam Hambrick and you can check it all out today on the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast. Just go to kfin.com, kfin.com. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's podcast, you'll hear our complete chat with Adam Hambrick, country music singer, songwriter, signed to Capital Nashville, written number one songs for Dan and Shay, Justin Moore, written stuff for Maddie and Tay, Lindsay L., his own music. He's coming to Jonesboro June 24th, and we talk all about that today on the podcast. So it's the Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV this weekend? Tonight on Netflix, the animated movie Wish Dragon, Jimmy Wong is a broke college student who uses his three wishes to reunite with the girl who was his childhood best friend. Cool. The Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show is on tomorrow night. Also on Sunday, we have Celebrity Family Feud. We have Fear the Walking Dead, the season finale, and also To Tell the Truth. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and a great weekend. And we'll talk to you back here Monday morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.